Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday morning hustle outworking the competition while they still sleep. And this is the second Saturday in January 2022. It's a new year. And in fact, last week, New Year's Day, I talked to you about opportunity is everywhere. That success is everywhere. You just had to go about gaining it. Walk through a whole deep conversation about how Challenges create opportunities, opportunities create change, and success ultimately at the end of that conversation. But today we're going to talk about mindset using the four P's on how you apply yourself to that pursuit of excellence. So today the four P's, patience, passion, pride, and persistence. These are the four P's that are overall the process, the fifth P, in how you pursue, there's another P, excellence and opportunity, and ultimately success. So here we go right off the top. P number one, patience. Patience. You need patience. As an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as someone who's trying to build or develop something great, you must have patience. You have to take your time. Nothing great happens easy, happens fast. There's no such thing as an overnight success. People who are discovered, who blow up, who become overnight successes have been doing it for years. I've been hustling and grinding behind the scenes. Just the public has not noticed yet. So number one, the reason I start with patience first is it is the most important because it sets up your ability to achieve the other P's in the process in order to create opportunities for success for yourself. This is a lifelong pursuit. We're not talking about something that we're going to do in a week or a month or a quarter or even this year. This is something that we're going to build or build within ourselves for a lifetime. So you must be persistent. You've got to play the long game. You've got to slow down. Don't be focused on early, fast, or easy success. That will come because the whole term, low-hanging fruit. You will be able to collect that low-hanging fruit and create some opportunity and success for yourself. But don't think that the entire journey is that easy. And eventually, you'll hit challenges, you'll hit roadblocks, you'll hit things that will push back up on you. And you have to have the patience in order to get through or to struggle in the slower or worse times, as opposed to always going fast when things are easy or when things are coming to you. So being patient. You've also heard me say on this podcast many, many, many times that everyone, doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter how great you are, what you do, doesn't matter how much you put into it, you're going to hear more no's than yeses. You will hear no a lot more than you hear yes. Patience allows you to process the fact that there are more no's than yes, and that the no's you're receiving today are not the ultimate story. It's not the end of the conversation, and it's not the final definition of whether you can be successful or not. Getting a no today is not the end of your journey. It's a part of your journey, and getting more no's than yeses is normal. It happens to everyone. So be patient with the no's. No's or setbacks or negative or unexpected outcomes are teachable moments, are lessons to be learned, are are challenges, and we talked about last week, the challenges that allow you to change. 
and from change comes growth and success. So you will hear more no's. It is part of the process. You must be patient in that and understand that being rejected, being told no, being passed over, not getting the opportunity that you're trying to create today teaches you the likelihood of getting a yes the next time you do something. So patience is necessary because you can't go fast. Nothing great is easy. It doesn't happen overnight. You'll hear more no's and yeses, but you need to be able to learn from it. Learning from the no's is 100% patience. Patience applied is learning through the process and improving incrementally as you work. The other reason you need to be patient and understand how to build something is you can't sustain it if you didn't build it. Let me say that one more time because it's very important. You can't sustain a system, a process, a business, an organization, a level of success. You can't sustain any of these things if you didn't build them. If someone hands success to you or if it's too easy or if it's accidental or if someone else paid for it, you will not be able to sustain it without them or what made it easy for you. So create success for yourself by building, by working through the process, by being patient. And then you've built something sustainable. You've built the structure underneath your house. You've built a foundation. You have done the framing. You've done all these things in the continuation of this metaphor for building a house into building a career, or building a business that's successful. You know how it was built. If something needs to be changed, you know where to start and you know how to do it. If you need to replicate it, you know how to do it. If you need to understand what's not working, you know what's gone into it so you know how to move forward. You can only sustain it if you built it. You can only build it if you are patient. Now, on this podcast, we say Saturday morning hustle. We're in the office outworking the competition while they still sleep in. What we mean by outworking It's not just outworking them today, although we are. And it's not just about how many hours we put in today, how many hours we put in this week, how many hours we put in this month, although we're putting those hours in. It's it's cumulative to outworking, not just putting in the extra hours, putting in the effort, hustle and grind, the sacrifice, all those things that that you need patience to do. But we're outworking them across the big picture. We're outworking them in the length of the entirety. We're outworking them from start to finish. And that requires patience. You won't outlast, outwork, and outsucceed your competition if you can't be patient. So patience is the key to in order to outworking the competition and executing on cashing in gaining the value of the effort you put in. By doing something, putting in that effort to build a sustainable system, having the patience to let it grow and develop the way it needs to, not the fast, easy way, allows you to actually cash in on the effort you put in, on the hard work, on the hustle and grind, on the sweat and toil, the blood and tears, all of that comes to fruition, comes to value through patience because you know it won't be easy and it will take a long time. And like the old saying goes, if it was easy, everyone would do it. 
So being patient allows you to outwork and out hustle, out grind and outlast your competition. The people, also your haters, the people who told you no will eventually understand that they were wrong because you have outlasted them, you've outworked them, you are more patient than they were. They want to see your failure immediately. You're going to have to prove your success over a long period of time. But one thing patience is not is a reason or an excuse to not start. Being patient does not mean waiting. Being patient means understanding the process and being selective about what you do, when you do it, but continually doing it because you understand the big picture. If you understand the process, if you understand how success is built through patience, you will continually work. Patience isn't waiting or putting off effort or not doing something you don't want to do because you're being patient. Patient is allowing what you do to reflect the outside world to tell you what they think about it to for the real world feedback and for you to then take those no's and make the changes and edits and move forward in better ways that is patient patience waiting for the perfect time is not patience because it's futile because there is no perfect time so you have to get started you have to put the effort in you have to hustle and grind you have to outwork the competition daily weekly monthly but you have to be patient enough to totally outwork them in a sustainable way that will carry forward for years and decades into the future. Number one is patience. You understand the process, you'll know how to work with patience. Number two is passion. Having passion for what you do, having a calling in life, wanting to get up and go to work every day and like the old saying goes, if you love what you do, you don't really work a day in your life is absolutely true. And you do your best work. You're able to hustle and grind. You're able to put that extra effort in. You're able to be patient if you have passion for what you're doing, whether it's the people you work with, the people that you provide services or products to, the people that you interact with, the actual process itself, the challenges that are laid out, whatever it is that engages you with passion is the key to being successful, tapping into that passion. Otherwise, you just have a J-O-B, which is perfectly fine. Lots of people are very happy in life, having a job, having no responsibilities, and getting a regular paycheck, going home at five o'clock, clock in, clock out, all of that. If you're listening to this podcast, you're an entrepreneur, you're a hustler, you're a grinder, you're building something different, and you must have passion for it Otherwise, it's just a thing. It's just a job. If you're doing it to get rich, it won't work. You won't have the, all four of these P's will not come forward. You will not follow the process. You definitely will not have patience if you don't have passion for what you're doing. You have to put yourself into it and make it distinct and different and create a differentiation for your product, for your service, for your, your company, for your brand through you and the people you work with by exuding your passion. That passion fuels long hours of work. Passion fuels effort. Passion allows you to accept all of those no's in order to get to that one yes. That comes from having passion for what it is you do the people you work with, the situation you've created for yourself, etc. Find your passion and then pursue that. 
we pursue that with patience, those are our first two right there. So being passionate, but not delusional when it comes to what you're trying to achieve. Setting goals for yourself should be set high and set lofty. You should have dreams. You should have pursuits that are very big, but not delusional, not insane, not something that's never been done before on a global scale that requires everyone else in the world to change what they're doing. Instead, understanding how to create levels of success for yourself that you can achieve with patience, with passion, with a process, and then working through the process, gauging along the way how to do it, continually making adjustments, continually doing better each time that you do it, taking those no's and, and understanding why you got the no's so that you can improve to move forward so that you can get yeses. All of this comes from passion to get from A to B, not to make the money involved. The money supports the passion. The money and the success are the not the pursuit, but are the outcomes. They're the byproduct of your process. Success, economic or otherwise, is the byproduct of your hard work, of your effort, of your passion and your patience. So don't think of passion means that you can set any goal you want, create any expectations, simply take yourself down any single path because you have passion for it. You also have to have talent. Sometimes there's education, sometimes there's skills, sometimes there's a system around it. There's always a process in order to achieve it. So no matter what you're passionate for, you can't simply declare it and it, it happens. You have to work for it. You have to put the effort in. And you have to build the mechanisms to do so. You have to create the pathway to success. And then that goal that you've set, that expectation you've created, the ideas you're pursuing will be byproducts of the work effort. So set realistic expectations and visions for yourself. Set them high so that you can pursue them with your passion and with patience, but don't set them in a way that are completely unobtainable or necessary for many other people to completely change their entire process, their entire approach to things, because everyone else has to be involved as well. So follow your passion, do it with patience. And ultimately, if you're doing that, you will have pride in what you do. And pride is a good thing. Many times people try to write pride off as something that you want to avoid or something that is negative. And too much pride, which I'll touch on in a second, can you lead, lead you down the wrong path. But pride in and of itself is good because pride allows you to produce your best work at the best levels. Pride in yourself and instilling that same pride in the people you work with creates value between you and your employees, the people you work with, your, your vendors, your subcontractors, the people that you do business with, the people who purchase your product or service should have pride in that transaction as well. They can have pride in that transaction if they understand and feel the value of that transaction. They will understand and feel that value if you have pride in your process and the end result. If you have pride in yourself and the people involved and the process in order to create an exchange that is beneficial, that is valuable to everyone involved, a win-win scenario, then that pride 
in doing things the right way and achieving a correct outcome, a win-win, a positive, positive, a good for you, good for me outcome, not a get over on someone, not a make a fast buck, not cutting corners to do better for you, but doing best for all is something that you can be prideful of, you can be proud of. This creates value in your service, in your organization, in your product, in the people you work with when it starts with pride within yourself. Pride is an internal process. It's not something you need to express externally. Expression of your pride. Your pride should be seen by others, not told by you. When you express pride, you express it internally, it externally, it becomes arrogance. It becomes something that people are uncomfortable with. You show people pride by taking pride in your work and letting them see it for themselves. If you set expectations that are too high, if you have if you express too much passion and have too much pride in yourself in order to achieve those things, that becomes something even different. That becomes arrogance. So too much pride is arrogance. So understand how to create expectations that are meetable, but then extended as something you can continue on with, continue to be more and more successful as you go. And then if you are unable to set realistic expectations, that's hubris. So arrogance and hubris are bad. Those are negatives. But pride and value and creating a, a outcome that is good for all involved are good things. So be prideful, be have plenty of pride in your process and what you're doing, because that's what's going to get you out of bed on a Saturday. It's going to fuel your hustle and grind. It's what's going to allow you to have that patience to and continue down that path of passion. When you hear the more no's than you do yeses by having pride in what you've done in the past and your ability to do it again in the future because you're creating systems that work for everyone. That is something to be pride in. It will elevate your effort. It will elevate your outcomes. Pride will get you up and get you going. Don't be afraid to be proud of what you're building how you're building it, because you're building it the right way, who you involve in it, and the ultimate product or service that you offer through your business, what it is you're giving people in a transaction that they find value in, you find value in, you create a win-win scenario, you create profitability for yourself, and you create value to the consumer that they're happy to repeat that business and do it again, which is sustainable. That comes from pride in your effort. Ultimately now, the fourth P, here we go, persistence. And you might think to yourself, isn't persistence dispatience? It's not. Persistence is patience in action. Persistence is going and doing and following up and creating opportunities based on what you have been patient about. Patience allows you to achieve things through persistence. You keep building, learning, refining, iterating, growing your business, etc. Learning from those no's to get to the next yes comes from persistence, comes from the process, becomes comes from working the process, not just understanding a process, not just having a process, but actively engaging the process for continual improvement, continual growth, continual value. That persistence is the actions you take. The, the patience allows you the mindset to do so. Persistence puts it into action. So you keep building, keep learning. No, when you hear a no, I've said this so many times in this podcast and so many times before, and more no's and yeses, right? But when you hear a no, it's very often not a no forever. It's very often a 
no, not right now. So think about that. If you're in sales or if you're in communications, or if you're creating a business relationship with someone, et cetera, you hear more no's and yeses. Those nesses are typically, this is the not the right situation, they're not the right combination, not the right scenario now. It might be in the future. If you're persistent and patient, you can revisit past no's to figure out if you have changed enough or they have changed enough or you've learned enough in the process in order to get a previous no to turn into a yes. That patience will allow you to wait. Persistence will be the execution of asking again. Asking someone for a yes after they've said no once, twice, seven, 15 times, 22, 150 times, a year later, six years later, persistence will open up the door and create opportunity for you if you are patient. So make sure your patience is also combined with persistence in action. Persistence is patience in action. So practice patience more. In fact, I'm practicing patience right now because every week I do this podcast. Every week I attempt to do better, to offer you more. I see what podcast episodes and topics do well. I read the feedback. I hear the comments. I connect with you on social media. I connect with you in real life. And people give me feedback, what they like, what they don't like, what they appreciate, what they want to hear more of, less of, the, the format, the, the background, the microphone, everything is a learning process. That's why this, this podcast continually changes and evolves and does something more. People are asking for different swag. They're getting new and different swag. These things are happening because I am patient but persistent. I'm consistent in my execution. This is my process. And doing this podcast, talking to you each and every week, hearing your feedback, adjusting the next podcast episode, doing what is asked of me by the audience, following the things that are are successful, continuing on and doing it again the next week and the next week and the next week and on New Year's Day and on any other holiday that's necessary, that is persistence. That is the execution of my patience because I have passion and pride in what I do. So it's a great example right there of the fourth P of persistence. So patience, passion, pride, persistence, the four P's in your process in order to get you to success. Now, go back and listen to last week's episode about successes all around and how the process of taking challenges and creating ultimate success. Listen to that again, then listen to this podcast one more time about the four P's. If you, you take that mindset and the terminology we were talking about last week, the system in place, you can achieve anything. Trust me on that. So have pride in yourself, be patient, but be persistent and find, follow your passion. Appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week to the Saturday Morning Hustle podcast. Really do. Make sure you listen to the podcast and wherever you find great podcasts, the Anchor app, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, YouTube, anywhere you find great podcasts. Leave a comment. Tell a friend. uh, Call me out on social media. Leave a review to stream and subscribe each and every week so that you never miss an episode. Make sure you get your Saturday Morning Hustle Entrepreneur AF and Coffee and Donut Swag. New new swag coming for 22 soon as well. I follow on social media, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and the brand new 
Saturday Morning Hustle Facebook page. Do not miss that as well. Uh, every single episode, every past episode, all the social media, all the links to all the podcast platforms are at SaturdayMorningHustle.com. So check that out if you're never, if you miss something or you're not sure where to find it. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. This is the Saturday Morning Hustle. See you next week. Saturday Morning Hustle. Saturday Morning Hustle. Saturday Morning Hustle. Wake up and keep chasing your dreams.